Hello, and welcome to Clean Processes with Jerry. This is a podcast dedicated to building an online community of like-minded individuals and businesses in the cleaning industry. We will share ideas, tips, and solutions to solve problems and expand our markets. Please join me every week when we introduce a special guest that just might be you. I am a 40-year veteran of the chemical industry, specifically dealing with food, beverage, and hospitality. I work for the largest refillable chemical company called ChemStation, where I am based out of Boston. I also run the blog Hospitality Cleaning 101. Today, we have Omar Miller here from Advanced Cleaning based in New York City. Hey, good afternoon. Today, as I promised, we have Omar Miller. Omar, are you here today with me? Yes, Jerry. Thanks for having me on the cleaning process, man. I appreciate it. Hey, listen, Omar, and we have chatted a couple of times. I started this endeavor on a podcast. I started the process after being on a podcast with Ralph Peterson. I started this process September of last year. You were one of the first people. I came right after you to ask you to be a guest. And I know after planning, scheduling, we're finally here today and I'm excited. So thanks for joining me here today. Absolutely. I, you know, it's a pleasure to be here, push out great content, a lot of educational value. So I'm excited to be invited. So Omar, tell us a little bit about Advantage Cleaning the company that you're the CEO of. I know a little bit about it, but can you tell our audience about your company? Yeah, sure. So Advantage Cleaning was established based off of an idea, right? That I wanted to start a company that would be able to thrive during a recession, right? Because a majority of my professional career has been as a contractor. In college, I took up uh, marketing and business management, right? I stayed in college, I think two and a half years, three years. I left because I had a couple of friends that jumped on the real estate wave and I jumped on right with them, right? So that being said, that was my initial introduction to the business world through, through New York City real estate. And I held on tight to that for 10 years, right? And it told me very valuable lessons. It told me how to communicate with people. It told me how to, to strive for, for more, obviously educating yourself and understanding product knowledge and things like that. One of the greatest things I've learned from real estate, well, two things I've learned from real estate, right? Are people telling you no all the time, right? Or you having to figure out what people want without them telling you, which is a a skill set that is impeccable, right? Another thing is recessions. I've been through two recessions in my real estate career. And the last one, I was like, oh my God, you know, I don't think I could do this again. Right. Um, The last one was, was a heavy hitter. And sitting through that was like, you know, you're unaware of where any sort of financial means will come from at that point. So I did what any smart person would do, right? I jumped out of real estate and I jumped into door to door. (laughs) (laughs) So I admire that. Yeah, man. I've I've had some experiences with sales, man. I love it. You know, it's, it's, it's in my bones, man. It's like, it's what I love to do. I couldn't sit in like an office setting or do something that had some sort of ceiling involved, right? Where they tell me, hey, in five years, you could be this, or you can be this in a certain amount of time. I would panic, literally. So I knew automatically that entrepreneurship was, you know, my lifeline and the only thing I wanted to do. 
You know, that being said, you know, door to door, I, I did door to door in Boston. You know, I did door to door in Chicago, in New York City, in upstate New York. So it was an incredible experience, man. Um, it was almost as if it was boot camp uh, for entrepreneurship, right? Because you'll never hear a no or yes faster than knocking on somebody's door, right? Right. And they'll tell you no aggressively. They'll say, you know, they'll use some words before the no. Especially in New York City. Yeah. Especially in New York City. And Boston as well, man. Boston, you know, Boston has its moments. So it was, it was a life learning experience. And Advantage Cleaning was formed partially because of that. I didn't want to go through that experience again, where it was recession. I needed something that I can get into that I can count on. That if I brought other people in and I invested my time into, that it would, it would last me and it would lead me into like a, a career path, right? So to say. Also, another reason why I got into this, man, is just because I was cleaning one day at one of our, we had, an, I think one of our VPs came in, our regionals, and we had like a like breakfast or whatever. And I was cleaning. I was like, man, you guys need to hire somebody to come clean this. You know, I go, I'm, I'm a contractor. I go door to door. Not pay me to clean this, man. In fact, my time is like, I got to get out of here because there's a certain window for me to get a certain amount of sales. Anyhow, that was the point in time when I was like, wow, you know, the light bulb went off. They actually pay companies and people to come in here and clean. And when you really consider it and go deeper into the subject, right? Um, the world itself, New York City, is built on real estate, right? Boston's built on real estate. What comes when you, when you, Put a building up, right? What must come once you put real estate anywhere? You have to maintain the property, and cleaning will be involved whether you like it or not. And I and I thought about this a little bit, and I was like, "Wow, this is a great industry to get into. The overhead's kind of low, and let me give it a shot." You know, and that's how we started Advantage Cleaning. Now, did you bring on a mentor or somebody who who helped you originally? Because I know there's different franchises out there and stuff like that. You didn't go that route. Who advised you in the beginning of what type of equipment to buy and, and stuff like that? Well, that's a great question, Jerry. In the beginning, I couldn't afford a franchise. You know? <laughs> right. I probably would have if I could, but you know, mentorship has guided me along the way. Mentorship is so important. I can't stress enough. If you have someone good in your life or, or someone willing to help you out a little bit, how crucial that is in the growth process, right? Because I've collapsed so many cycles just by speaking with someone beforehand who's willing to help me out, you know, and which is why I kind of return the favorite today, you know, free of charge. I don't charge people to ask me questions or anything right. like that. I think it's one of the benefits and I do believe in, you know, there's a point in time where you have to give back, right? You have to give back freely what was given to you. And I, and I, I truly believe in that, man, you know, the law of abundance, right? You give back. In return, we receive more. And that was, that's what worked for me. So leading up to, because literally in the beginning, I didn't know anything about pricing, marketing, how to hire, all the infrastructure that goes in to cleaning, right? It, it's easy to have a dream. What you want to do though, is in between that dream, work really hard to attain the goals that you want. So what I did first and foremost was put together a plan, a strategy, right? Um, business plan. This is where I wanted to be. This is where I want my gross sales to be. This is how many employees I want. Now, the good question is, how are you going to get there? So I started dialing the phone, looking up different companies, calling people, CEOs of some of the companies I admire in New York City. Didn't get much traction that way. 
you know, I showed up to a lot of these places too. Hey, can I speak to you for five, 10 minutes? A lot of people did not have time, which I understand it's, it's perfectly fine. Right. But, but it wasn't going to deter my determination. So that being said, I went in other directions. I found other mentors that I still keep to this day who helped me and guided me, right? They even gave me some equipment, which is what you asked, some of their older equipment, which I made use of. You know, it's like someone giving you a used car, man. The battery might not work. You know, there might be a short, there might be something wrong with the wiring, but you make it work and and it works for you to get you through those times. And that's pretty much what worked for me along with aggressively working hard. New York City is a, is a pretty tough place to, uh, to get anyone's attention, let alone someone that's not in front of your face, right? Because as we all know in the cleaning industry, our point of contact is usually in an office. And if we're not part of that office, it's usually hard to get up there and speak to someone without a meeting or without an email or something of the sort, right? So I spent a lot of time applying my door-to-door skills to going B2B, you know, whatever it took by any means. You know, if I had to get in the building, if I had to go to the back of the building, I was going to get up there and speak with somebody. I also had a strategy. You know, I also had another strategy, which was pretty cool because prior to me starting Advantage, I had lost everything on, a, on another business. Like, it went really bad. Anyway, I started doing Uber, right? I started driving Uber. And, um, you know, I was strategic about it because I would go to a specific area. And I would pick up people where more than likely, you know, their means of their income and their their demographics in that particular area was at a higher level. So I knew that whoever sat in the back of my seat had to listen to me for 40 minutes. You know, they had no choice, man. And you talk about a good sales pitch, you know, I wish in door-to-door real estate, someone had to listen to me for 40 minutes. This was incredible. So literally they thought they were getting in for a cab ride to the plane, but my agenda was, okay. I'm going to tell you all about my training company, you know, and it, it actually worked, you know, it worked because I met someone who introduced me to their operations because they were the vice president and boom, you know, one thing happens after the other in cleaning, as long as you do the right thing for the right reasons, you know, and, and you work hard. So, and that's what we did. You know, we got a contract that was really good. And from that point, I took that contract and I used it to market and promote everything else, you know, and I worked probably, you know, I don't know, 12, 15 hour days per day, you know, worked really hard to get where we are now. Well, I congratulate you on even working in New York City as well as Boston. I'm originally from the Midwest. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. And so I don't want anyone, especially it's my hometown. I don't want anybody to think that that's a small town. However, when I moved here eight years ago, I immediately was sent to work in New York City. I had just bought an iPhone. I just put Google Maps on it. And New York City is an animal all within itself. It is a beast. It is a beast. I didn't understand the parking. I didn't understand, you know, I've seen thousands of one-way roads, but I just didn't. It takes a while to get around when you finally find a parking spot, you've got to utilize that parking spot. And I can admire you because a lot of the stuff, you might as well just start knocking on some doors. If you've got a parking spot, you can go one block this way, one block this way. <laughs> one block. You, can, you can hit more than enough people because it'd be foolish to get back in the car and start trying to go drive to someplace else. So I admire you because 
you have something that I couldn't adapt to. And it's not that I didn't like New York City. I love the city, but it, it takes us first a special company as well as a special person, as well as the person running the company to adapt to all of that. So my hat is off to you extremely. It's probably why I came after you so aggressively to come and join me. I wanted to hear how you did it all. But now when you do get a customer, what's the process? Because I'm sure you have different levels of employees, supervisors, stuff like that. Do you personally go out and bid all the jobs or do you have different people who work together as a team? Good question. In the beginning, I bid everything. Right. I bid everything. And thank God for mentorship, like I said in the beginning, because I didn't know how to price accordingly, right? So I learned a lot through the mentorship in terms of just pricing things, right? Because there's all different categories of cleaning. There's subcategories. You got, you know, you got janitorial services, you got window, you got floors. So I really had to hone in and, and like educate myself on how to price these things properly. Number one, because I didn't want to overbid, right? Because I didn't, I wanted to win the, the bid. Number two, I didn't want to underbid. I didn't want to walk away without a profit, right? Or, or maybe have a technician that was coming in, one of my guys or, or one of my techs, and they weren't getting paid properly, right? Because one of the things that I am huge on is economic development, which we'll get to later, you know? So I believe in, you know, supporting people and bringing them on the right way and, and allowing growth. So in the beginning, yes. Now I have two or three people, like we, we get a lot of calls based off of referrals because of some of the work that we do. Clients really like the way we communicate effectively and efficiently. That being said, we have a very good process in terms of quality control that it's ultimately speaks for itself, right? I'll never stand in front of a client and try to sell myself. You know, I like the company to speak for itself. So we do get a lot of calls and we have expanded in that area where someone shows up, you know, they'll do the walkthrough, they'll get square footage, they'll get the scope of the services, and then we'll put, put a proposal together. I still go out. On the big jobs, I still go out. Because, right. you know, it's just me. I want to make sure everything is going well, right? Because there's a, lot of, there's a lot in the process in New York City. We have a lot of landmark properties. And then you have a lot of restoration that comes into play, right? So I like to differentiate that and, and explain that to my client, whether it's metal, marble, you know, all those different topics that come up and how to clean something properly. Now, you led me right into my next question, and it comes down to employees. I've seen stuff you've posted, you've communicated about your employees. Explain your process, because you and I both know, I sell chemicals. Chemicals can be a commodity. We talked about equipment today before we started. I was having problems with my microphone. It's a piece of equipment. But employees are totally different. You have to retain your good employees. Tell us your secret of, of hiring and, and keeping good employees at this time. I mean, see, employees to me, I kind of like did re like the reverse osmosis, right? Most people will tell you the most important part of this is the employee. The most important part of this is the employee. Right. You know, the most important part of this is the person you're bringing in because that person represents you, right? Ultimately, only, the only thing I wanted was to be successful, to be honest, right? I just wanted to be a successful person. There was a point in time in my life where, where people didn't believe in me, right? Or just didn't give me enough time to develop myself. You know, in most industries, I jumped in because they were fast-paced and they were cut through and you needed to get the job done now and not later. You know, so if you came in here, you need to learn, you know, you got to know what you're doing immediately. 
real estate door to door. You know, you have a 20 second window door to door. You know, someone said, if you can't convince someone in 20 seconds, you're done. Right. You're going to be banging on doors all day. You know, so you got to think of something. You got to think of something fast. Real estate as well. People buy from people they like and trust, right? So real estate, you have to really meet your client's needs, number one, and dig into what they might want, what they haven't, you know, maybe subconsciously they haven't let you know yet. So you have to know your client that well, maybe sometimes better than themselves, right? So ultimately just wanted success. But I understood that you have to, I understood in development. And what I do on my end, my employees is the reason I stress economic development is it's something called DQP, developing quality people, right? I truly believe in that. And I truly believe that if you develop someone's qualities, that everything else will follow through. Right. So the difference between me and let's say maybe some of my competitors in New York City is that unlike the constant like turnover and hiring and firing, right? Our retention is excellent. And that's the one thing that I thrive also is the fact that we have an 80% retention rate and we hire from within. So that being said, there are a couple of things that I keep in mind when I hire somebody, right? They have to align with our core values. If they can't align with our value system, it's going to be very problematic for me to shift the mindset if it has to, right? To shift it to where it needs to be. You might be rough around the edges, but you need an opportunity. You need to let someone know who you are and what you're capable of doing. Some people come in there, what they call a rock star, right? They can clean, they can do floors, everything, but they might be missing the educational content. Now, if you combine those, now you have, you know, you have a beast on your head, right? Because you have someone not only can talk to the client about dilution ratios, but can also go in there and get the job done properly, right? They know all of the things that need to get done in the facility and how to handle it properly if someone was to come in and ask a question as of, you know, safety concerns or or one one of those issues. So our core values are integrity, product knowledge, reliability, commitment to client, employee leadership and growth, which is, which is my favorite and, and engaged staff because Another thing that we do is we check on our staff's moves. Right? We want to know where you are in terms of mentally. Mentally, you know, you got to do a pulse check with people. It's, it's almost like you have to understand what people are going through. Life is not the easiest, you know, and people have families, they got bills. So, you know, I understand that. I don't expect people to come in and be a robot, but I do like to check on all of our staff, even if it's not me, if it's a supervisor or a training coordinator an inspector or manager checking just to know that we're concerned about with their well-being because the way I look at the whole process is I'm bringing you in not as a short-term process. I'm bringing you in as an investment because I want to see you grow. My biggest issue with jobs was the ceiling. I don't want other people to feel that way. And you can go to any one of my supervisors or managers now and ask them and they'll tell you how fast they run, which is what I promised based on following procedures, right? So if you come in a facility, the faster you learn how to do an inspection, the faster you get certified as a custodial technician, right? The faster you get these things, the, the faster I see how bad you want to learn and the faster I'll promote you and help you and develop your career, you know, because I can't grow without my mind. Right. And the work with the employee's mindset. I love that. You know, as I had had shared, I I recently had some surgery done on my back and I'm doing some physical therapy and I was talking to the physical therapist yesterday and they were asking about my movement, this, my legs, 
you know, and everything's progressing perfect. And she said, but how are you doing? And I said, you know, that's an excellent question because when I had the bad back, trust me, it affected my mind as much as it did my back. And when you have employees, you have to look at the whole thing of the employees. It's not just that they're the fastest, but that they might have a different concern outside work. And it's not that you have to fix it, but you have to show that you care because you are looking out and they are an investment. They're the most important investment you have. So tell me what's next for your company? What's the horizon? I know you have some lofty goals and tell me what's the next step for your company. That is a great question. And I could sit here like, you know, I got to cut myself off. Sometimes I got to cut myself off because I did talk to shop with people. Well, I know you can't. Well, not in our industry. <laughs> they'll be like, okay, then, you know, you know, so um, what's next for Advantage is I'm, I'm so excited about this industry, man, because it's, I believe it's the seventh largest industry in the world, right? Correct. No. I believe so. Yeah. That being said, there's so many different facets to it. So we recently started a maintenance program. You know, I have a mentor who helped me and guided me through that because we already had the technicians with the skill set. So we applied it to our already facilities, right? For the facilities we already had. And now we do preventive maintenance, right? We, we do windows now. So there's so many different avenues in this one platform of janitorial commercial cleaning that you can now go into. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. So we launched our maintenance program about two years ago. We now branched out and do like, we've always done windows and glass, right? But now we do it in a higher level. So we'll do things that are like 30 feet up, things like that, where, we, where people can't get up to. In the future, I plan on expanding, you know, our process of hiring and, and growth and mindset, just training people to be like better people and, and to allow people to decide who they want to be, right? Giving them some time to do that. And I plan on doing that throughout New York City, Connecticut, New Jersey. So we're already within the tri-state and our plan is to branch out nationally at some point. We've been doing very well. I would say at this point, we're probably doing some of the largest attractions in New York City and probably maybe most of them. You know, we have a great team. Our staff is, is extremely engaged. Our clients really like our staff. We have a great quality control program that keeps, keeps them, you got to keep the metrics involved, right? Right. It's not just about running in somewhere and doing an inspection. Metric is to figure out how you can make that inspection look good before it happens, right? So that's exactly what we do. You know, we have a lot of small pieces that go into an inspection. It's not just showing up to inspect. There's a process to it, you know, and we keep paperwork. We hold everyone accountable. Everyone signs off on all the things we do. There's a meeting at least twice a week for areas of concern to make sure we can improve. Even when there's nothing to do, we find something that we can improve on before the client asks us. Because the number one goal is for the client to feel confident enough to leave us alone, right? When your client's worried about you too much or what's the cleaning company doing, you know, that's an issue. So we'll, we'll over-communicate. You know, I can tell you that for a fact, I definitely over-communicate and provide the proper resources for my clients to have a like clarity into everything we're doing, you know, which is what they really like. So what's next is just growth. What's next is growth and providing more opportunity and, and really just, you know, buckling down and seeing what are the areas we could do? What are the areas we could improve on? Another thing that's coming down the pipeline at some point is that we're developing 
some sort of SaaS platform, a system as a software, we're going to develop something where we can, like most companies that have done good in this industry, they develop something to get back on a higher scale. Right. So that's exactly what Advantage is doing next. I have some things in play with people such as yourself, Jerry, people who understand my suppliers and all the different vendors I use, you know, so I really want to bottle up this formula and then distribute it to the people looking to grow. Because like myself, I don't want you to have to come into an industry and spend six months trying to figure it out because not everyone is built like me or you or someone else. Correct. People might get deterred in the first two months when they could have been a superstar. They could have started a company that provided for their families and produced jobs and gave opportunities, right? So if we can collapse that cycle, you know, hopefully it gives someone else a, an opportunity to say, you know what, I could do this. Rather than saying, oh, this is the fifth thing I try and I'm just not good at it. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over here. You know, let's give people a chance and collapse some cycles and let them figure out for themselves what works and what doesn't work. Well, I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, this is the exact reason I started this podcast. And now I know after talking to you for 30 minutes, why I came to try to talk to you first. You know, I didn't know the name of this podcast when I started. I debated it for three months. It's called Cleaning Processes with Jerry. Well, if you've listened to the other 12 episodes I've had, we really don't talk about cleaning processes. We talk about the industry and how we're all working to strive to make it better. What am I going to do? Talk for 30 minutes out of wax floor? That would be as boring as boring could be. So you're the exact reason. And I congratulate you because you don't talk about yourself. You talk about your team. You talk about your company, what you've developed with the team around it. I congratulate you as high as I ever can. I admire you. Tell me how other people now can get a hold of you, mentorship, business, and stuff like that. I know you're on LinkedIn. I know different formats, but tell people who are listening how they can reach out to you possibly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the best way to reach me is probably through email. The email that you'd like to reach me at is info, I-N-F-O, at advantagecleaningllc.net. That's info at advantagecleaningllc.net. Um, drop me an email. I will definitely respond to you, whatever questions you have. Also, if you see me on Instagram, I'm usually on Instagram posting pictures of my team. So if you go to advantage underscore cleaning underscore sir, that's advantage underscore cleaning underscore S-E-R-V, serve. You could drop me a DM and I'll be happy to get back to you. Well, I appreciate it very much. I'm going to plan on actually calling you frequently to get motivated myself because you've done a great job and I admire you. Well, you. with that, I'm going to end the show. But again, thanks for joining me today and hopefully we'll stay in touch. Absolutely. Thanks, Sherry. I would like to thank all the listeners today for giving up their time to listen to the last 30 minutes. I hope you learned something like I did. I've always wanted to learn more about the cleaning industry within New York City. I know they have a lot of constraints with parking, with getting around, the elevators and all of that. A whole different avenue that I had never considered before. And I had reached out to Omar Miller when I first started this podcast because I knew he'd be the perfect fit. Again, thank you for listening. Hopefully you like the show. Hopefully you can rate it on iTunes, possibly share it with a friend. 
If you're in the chemical or cleaning industry, we hope to bring something to you on every podcast. If you have any questions, comments, feel free to email me at jerry at hospitalitycleaning101.com. Again, stay safe. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.